Welcome to another edition of Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, and a podcast for fans of music lovers in general, and a podcast for singers, songer, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who are working hard to learn from my guests each week to improve their music career. We are on location once again at the Anaheim Convention Center, specifically for the NAMM show, and coming to you from the Tascam booth. Be sure you're checking us out at www.nhte.net, and there are icons there that you can click on to listen to the show instead, if you prefer, on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Thrilled to have just had a live performance and to be joined now by Jessica Jolia from Sacramento, California. Jessica, welcome to the show, and thanks so much for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely, and what a great performance it was. That was a treat to be able to to sit here and listen to someone perform live. Usually, uh, those of you listeners who've been supporting the show, thank you, as I always say, 124 countries around the world. I still can't get used to saying that, that this show has gotten listeners from that many places, uh, Africa, the Americas, Asia, Europe, Oceania. But as you all know, we usually have MP3s each week that artists will send in their songs, so it was a real joy to get to watch you do, and she's smiling now, I wish this was a video <laughs> podcast, uh, she's smiling now, get to watch you do what you obviously love to do. How long have you been performing? Is this? Are you one of those, uh, I came out of the womb singing? Kind of. I, I mean, I, I've been singing and playing instruments for a really long time. Um, my mom always tells a running joke that when I was old enough to like have Barbie dolls and play with them. She said I used to make them sing to each other instead of talk. So I think it was, I guess it was in the stars. <laughs> um, but you, you have an educational background that, that yes. is related. Yes. Um, I studied classical vocal performance um, at Oklahoma Christian University, and I'm actually in a second bachelor's degree program now um, at Full Sail, Full Sail University uh, for music business. Full Sail, which is based in a stone's throw from where Now Here This Entertainment <laughs> originates from. NHTE, for those of you that know, is usually done at Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida, and Full Sail is uh, just a short 60, 70, 75 minutes away in Orlando. So you're doing that online, obviously. Yes. And uh, listeners, we've had other guests on the show um, who have talked about Full Sail. I want to I want to go out on a limb and say Chase Miller, who I know is at the show and is going to stop by to say hello, uh, a Full Sail grad as well. Um, Jessica, let's talk about some of your music specifically, since we did get to hear you perform live. Your debut single, uh, Sometimes, um, we talked before we started recording today about, about that song. Go ahead and tell the listeners about the success that that song has found, and, and even you know the, the creative process of, of sometimes. Sure, um, actually, uh, my uh, guitarist um, Michael Hart, he was just on the stage with me a moment ago. We were in the studio and um, just kind of hashing through some ideas, um, and we actually didn't intend to write that song when we did, but you know he had. Uh, few chord progressions that he was playing and I had just a few words and, and we were kind of like well let's see if we can kind of make these work together and uh, we stayed in the studio we probably, probably wrote the song in about 10 minutes but we stayed in the studio all night and uh, 14 15 hours later the wow. song was done wow. <laughs> um, but yeah so when I moved to Los Angeles um, I was at a performance um, at, uh, I was at actually Zen in um, Hollywood and um, 
Chico DeBarge was performing and he had pulled me on the stage to sing a duet with him and it just so happened that um, there was a filmmaker um, by the name of Don Hill Jr. who was wow. in the audience and wow. he was looking for music for his first film. Wow. And so he approached me and um, told me the kind of music he was looking for and I said, well, I, I can send you some stuff. I'm not sure if it'll fit or not because I didn't know if he was looking for an acoustic ballad necessarily, but I sent that over along with a few other songs and he called me immediately. He said, oh, this is perfect. So um, it was featured in the film Sister Code um, that was released and I, I believe it's on Netflix now. If, if you didn't catch it when it came out, you can there still you watch go. it. There you go. So two follow-up <laughs> questions that just popped into my mind as you were talking. Number one, you said you got pulled up on stage. How does that happen? I mean, somebody had to know somebody. Some, you know, a performer doesn't just look down in the crowd and say, I think I'm going to pull this girl up on stage and see if she knows how to sing at all. Well, you know, I, for me, I have a habit of singing along with songs that I really, really like. And um, it was I Call Your Name. That's what he was singing. And that was like my, one of my parents' favorite songs. And so it's naturally one of my songs, too. And I'm sure he just saw me kind of like <laughs> rocking back and forth and singing. And he's looking out. And then I had a friend that was playing in the band. And he looked over at him and then they looked both at me and I said oh okay so he grabbed me up on the stage okay. and that was the rest okay. Okay. that's cool that's cool I like it and you also mentioned when I moved to Los Angeles so number one is where did you move from and number two is you're in Sacramento now so what took you from LA to Sacramento well actually I was born in uh, Detroit Michigan and I moved to Sacramento with my family when I was in grade school and I stayed there until I went off to college and recently just moved to Los Angeles okay. in 2014, so I, I'm still here now. Okay. But I'm, I'm, I guess semi-new to the area. I don't know if three years is new anymore, but it still feels new. <laughs> well, after living a, a lifetime, you might as well say somewhere else, it, it still feels new. Uh, let's talk about, um, you got a feature on Spotify's Fresh Finds Top Tracks of 2016 playlist. Congratulations. Thank that's, you. That's tremendous. Do you know how that came to be? You know, I was really shocked. Um, I received an email, uh, I think the end of December, like right before the new year, and um, it was directly from Spotify, and it just said, congratulations, your song is now going to be exposed to a much larger audience, and so I'm just kind of scrolling through, and then I see, oh wow, it's on the Spotify playlist, and it was wow. Fresh Finds, Top Tracks of 2016, and I'm sure there's some sort of algorithm or something they use, <laughs> but I was, I mean, it was, it was an honor, it was just so super exciting, because you put your music out, and you never know you know how it will be received um, but to see you know a curator from Spotify who you know, they have so much music um, in, in their catalog it was it was great not to mention that again uh, if this were a video podcast you would see the way that Jessica's <laughs> telling the story she's kind of like rolling her eyes and she's saying I get this email from Spotify it's like <laughs> you know you're probably reading it half-heartedly like yeah whatever okay oh somehow they populated it with the title of my song and here it turns out hey this is like something that you actually want to pay attention right. to. Right. It was so cool. Uh, and so, and listeners, as you can tell, if you're just being introduced to Jessica Jolia, you can tell uh, that there's obviously a lot of momentum being built for her. The, the film placement, uh, you know, yes, we, you know, we're telling it anecdotally, but even getting pulled up on stage and then talking about this Spotify development. And fast forward to you're touring with Eric Benet and Johnny Gill. Yes. Wow. That's, wow. It's so much fun. I, um, I've been uh, with Eric Benet for what, almost three years now and um, Johnny Gill for just a little over a year and um, I started working with them just 
soon as I got here. It was the craziest thing. Like, you never know, you know, the people that you admire and, and look up to as, as musicians and songwriters, um, you know, how you'll end up one day maybe working in the same space um, to some capacity. Um, and, and what's really, really cool about both of them is that they're both, like, great people, too. You know, they're super, super talented, but very kind. Well, and I want to mention, too, that when you say touring with, I mean, listeners, we're talking touring with. This is not, you know, a few regional shows here and there. We just talked off air, but you were just down in Tampa. So Uh this is, you're touring the country. It's not, you know, we're doing a few shows around California. Absolutely. Um, They they both have pretty busy schedules, so it keeps me busy. And and it's fun because you get to see, you know, different places and different people all the time and and share, you know, your music with I'm passionate about, you know, and they get to enjoy the show. And at the same time, you're also recording a new album. Absolutely. Uh, gosh, what kind of details are you at liberty to give out right now? Is there a title for it? How many songs will there be? Where are you recording it? Uh, that type of thing. Sure. Um, there will be ten songs altogether. Um, it'll be released in July, um, July 2017. Um, primarily working with um, Rhythm Section Entertainment, so the guitarist that was just on the stage with me, um, Big Mike, and the keyboard player, Buddy Banks. Um, and then I have a few other producers that I work with as well. Um, Sound of Keys, he's roaming around here somewhere. I've seen him. Um, Divine Evans and uh, a few others. But it's it's a great project. I feel like it's um, a collection of my travels and my experiences and it's got a good variety of, of music. Like stuff that I think everyone will be able to relate to and enjoy. I am Bruce Worsniak and I am joined here on stage at the Tascam booth at the 2017 Winter NAM show in Anaheim, California by Jessica Jolia. Visit her official website at www.jessicajoliamusic.com. And as I always say, if you're looking for the proper spelling of a guest's last name on any episode of NHTE, you can just look at the title of the episode on your listening device. And that, in this case, would help you get to jessicajoliamusic.com. And then from there, there are social media icons you can click on to go follow Jessica. She's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even Snapchat, too. And uh, very, very nicely done in terms of branding, because on all of your social media channels, you're just Jessica Jolia. Try um, to make it easy for everybody. Yeah, but again, <laughs> listeners, go to uh, jessicajoliamusic.com, and uh, at the same time, make sure you're going to nhte.net, sign up for the email newsletter there, subscribe to the podcast, and tell your friends about it, too. Uh, Jessica... I talked earlier about the fact that this show is normally done every week at Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida, and you have Crystal Clear Studios where you work with (laughs) Brian Porter, Uh uh, and that is located in L.A.? That's actually in Sacramento. I've been working with Brian long before um, I I relocated from Sacramento to Los Angeles, but um, I do a lot of recording um, here and there, but primarily I work with Brian um, Porter for mixing and mastering all my and then, uh, fittingly enough, since we are at the Tascam booth, I know that um, Brian uses Tascam equipment. He does. Um, he uses the, I believe it's the DM4800 mixing board. Um, and he's uh, he's a super advocate of Tascam. And I told him that I was performing here at the booth, and he was so excited. He was so sad that he couldn't be here <laughs> to see all of the new gear. But, 
Yeah, he, he swears by that mixing board, absolutely. So we're talking a lot about your performance, but uh, we talked that you are doing a new album, and so songwriting is, is also uh, a title that goes under your job description, so yeah. to speak. What is your songwriting process? Um, you know what? I like to kind of map things out. I know a lot of people are, are visual, so they'll like maybe draw bubbles or, or different images that kind of capture the, the, the mood or the feeling of the story. Um, I, I'm more verbal and, and a written kind of person, so I'll say, okay, this is the subject matter or the theme, and then I kind of just make little bullet points, and then smaller bullet points under those bullet points until everything kind of looks like a storyboard, but it's it's something that I read. Like, I, I don't have, I, I wish I could draw. <laughs> That's the one art skill. I don't, I don't really have that. Um, but I like to map things out so that, you know, if I get stuck, I can kind of just go back to, um, you know, what I've written down and say, okay, melodically I'm having, I'm having trouble here, or I don't know, you know, the next line, or what should rhyme with, you know, whatever, you know, the, the, the previous line was, and I go back to my page and I say, okay, just remember, this is where we're at and this is what we're talking about, so stay in that space. It usually helps out quite a bit. I like when you talked about bullet points and then bullet points under the bullet points, <laughs> and then bo because it reminds me of me on my computer, how I'll have this folder, but then inside that folder, there's these folders, but right. if you go inside those, there's these. <laughs> exactly. Like, very specific. I'm going somewhere with this. <laughs> right. And that's what you're doing with the song, is you're saying, I've got this theme, and I'm going to paint this this picture that I want the listeners to conjure up as they listen to it, because I'm going somewhere with it. Absolutely. Um, I wonder, again, my show is largely geared towards the up-and-comers who listen to gain lessons from my guests every week. Uh, you were featured in Sheet Music, Diary of a Songwriter by Divine Evans. Yes. Um, now, granted, this project, listeners, is to increase awareness of the emotional and physical abuse that female singer-songwriters experience in the music business, but how does one get featured in something like that? Um, you know, the way that that opportunity came about was really interesting because um, Divine and I were friends on Instagram, uh, probably through other mutual, um, you know, musical connections. Um, and I had left a comment on something that he posted on his Instagram page, and then he sent me a message and asked me if I had submitted for the book. And I didn't even know what he was referring to, so I was like, well, I'm not sure what book. And, you know, he went on to explain it, and, and I said, you know, I would love to be a part of that because, you know, I have seen... Directly and indirectly, a lot of things happen to you know friends and family members who you know are or have been pursuing you know careers um, as singers, songwriters, or dancers, or just a creative art. Um, and then you know to bring awareness to a lot of people who don't necessarily know you know all the things that happen sometimes behind the scenes, um, especially the things that are really detrimental to a lot of people. Um, and can kind of sometimes veer them off course and deter them because the experience is so negative sometimes. I wanted to be a part of that just to, to kind of you know, enlighten people and also to encourage people and, and give advice as to how to avoid some of those um, situations because some things are avoidable. Some are not, but the ones that are, you know, it's, it's best to be as proactive as you can be about it. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit because, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it is a business. So to be featured in a book like that, is it, you know, I'm just trying to, quote unquote, help the cause or is there any kind of financial benefit for you to realize from being involved with a project like that? No, no. Uh, we were, uh, we were approached. Um, he divine kind of you know, presented the concept and we voluntarily did the work. Um, you know, 
we all do, you know, split in the, in the proceeds of the sales, but, you know, we didn't get any lump sum or, or fee to, to participate. We all genuinely wanted to be a part. Yeah, that wasn't the motive. That, that right. wasn't the goal. Uh, we're about out of time, but um, I want to kind of end on a little bit lighter note since we were in a, some, some heavy subject matter there. Um, something that most people don't know about you is, or some things, plural, that, that most people don't know about you. You know what? You. Like, one thing, and it's so bizarre because I've been like this since I was a kid. So, okay, when you put on a pair of socks, I remember when I was a little kid, like, there's two I options. This, I love this already. I <laughs> so love this already. You put on your socks, and the socks either have a seam that goes across the top of your toes, or it just goes straight across, like, kind of below, like, the toenail area. And anytime I had a pair of socks where, you know, the seam was across the top of my toes, like, I would throw a fit because I felt like the sock was, like, slipping some kind of weird way in my shoe, and I would, like, literally, like, cry and tell my mom, oh, my gosh, my sock's not right. And so now to this day, even if, you know, I have a sock with the seam, because I already know not to buy the kind of go across, but if I have them, like, the regular socks that I would usually wear, if it feels like it's starting to roll towards the front of my feet, like, I have a fit, and I'm like, wait, 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 okay. I have to take my shoe off. I have to fix my sock. We need to get it together. <laughs> and of course, and of course, the, the the natural inclination is to listen to you tell a story like that. And my my head looks down. And it's like, well, number one, she's got these knee high boots on. You know, so you know, where are you going with that, Bruce? Right. But that's a, that's funny. <laughs> that's definitely something that people it's a did weird quirk, but I don't think I'll ever get rid of it. It's yeah. like to this day, I just I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Jessica, thank you so much. Thank Enjoy you for the conversation and, and really wonderful to get to hear you perform live. As I said, thank you for thank you for making the time to come by the Tascam booth and do Anytime. all of this with thank us. Thank you, I appreciate and it. Listeners, again, check her out online at www.jessicajoliamusic.com, and then once you're there, hit her on all the social media. There's links that you can go to Jessica on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're also visiting www.nhte.net and check out our social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, subscribe and tell your friends about Now Hear This Entertainment, available at nhte.net or on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, and Google Play Music. I'm Bruce Wozniak. My thanks to Jessica Jolia. This has been another episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. Stay tuned for more. Ooh, boy, 
You got me wearing your rock now And please believe everyone I say Ain't gonna let a single thing get in the way Cause I can do this all day oh, oh, I can do this all day Hey, all day So when you're feeling lonely Let me be your remedy You'll never have to worry Cause all your secrets are safe with me And if you rub me the right way I can make your dreams come true And we gon' rock the night away All you gotta do is make some rules Come on, Mike This is our special series of interviews done live on location, and you know about the various outlets where you can hear Now Hear This Entertainment, as well as the various social media platforms you can engage with the show through. But I've stepped back into Crystal Blue Sound Studios long enough to tell you about some of the other features around Now Hear This Entertainment. When you're looking for music from any of the guests who appear on Now Hear This Entertainment, or for that matter, anytime you're going to make any kind of purchase from Amazon, period, Be sure to go to www.nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it does help with a small return from Amazon to NHTE, which helps keep the show going so you can continue to hear great artist interviews and their original music each week. If you really love the show, wear it. There are NHTE t-shirts and hats available for purchase at nhte.net. It's a fun way to spread the word to others about this podcast. Those of you who are regular listeners to the show know all about the tip I always give out in the middle of each episode talking to up-and-coming performers. That's a segment called Bruce's Bonus, and as much as I'd like you to go back and listen to past episodes of NHTE to try to find all those bonuses, they have all been compiled for you in a concise ebook format, which you can purchase at www.brucesbonusbook.com. I also want to hear your thoughts on the show and chat online with you, as well as get the listeners talking to one another, which is why there is a special Facebook group for NHTE listeners. Look for the NHTE Facebook group icon at nhte.net, or just search on Facebook for the group. It's called NHTE Listeners. And we also now have a Patreon for the show. I sincerely appreciate your consideration of an ongoing monthly donation to help support continued production and related expenses of NHTE. There are different levels of giving listed, as well as some neat thank you gifts for doing so. Just go to nhte.net and look for the Patreon button, or go to patreon.com nhte. And of course, Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com nhte. One final note from here at the studio before we resume the live on-location interviews, and that is for you to check out Crystal Blue Sound Studios online. 
They are located near Tampa, Florida, but in this day and age of online file sharing and cloud storage can help you regardless of where you are. So be sure to visit www.cbpro.net, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. And now, back to our special NAM Show series. Entertainment. I am Bruce Wozniak. We are live at the Tascam booth at the Anaheim Convention Center at the 2017 Winter NAM Show. My thanks to Tascam for having me here to do Now Hear This Entertainment live on location. Thanks to Jessica Jolia for her participation. And we, of course, are worldwide on NHTE.net, as well as on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud. And don't forget that we are even on TuneIn Radio as well. Be sure that you are subscribing to NHTE and do tell your friends about us as well. And I am very excited about the live performance that we just heard, the great music, and to be sitting alongside Melinda Hale. Melinda, welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So here's something that you don't know, but uh, listeners, um, I don't usually reveal kind of the inner workings of NHTE, some of the behind the scenes stuff, but when we were looking at people to have on the show while we were going to be at NAM, mm-hmm. um, I, you were the only one I got up from behind my desk, walked across the office, and said, who is that? Oh, that makes me feel so good. <laughs> uh, Wendy was looking at a lot of the different people that we were considering to have on the show, and she was playing We Run, which mm-hmm. you just sang, yeah. and I heard the song playing, and I stopped what I was oh, doing, thank and I said, you. who is that? Oh, thank you and, so much. Uh, wow, it's, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's a, it's a powerful song. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the message of mm-hmm. it, um, mm-hmm. and, and as I stood here just now and watched and listened to you singing it, I had this cry in my throat. Oh. Um, talk about that song, We Run. That song, um, it is very, very, very dear to me, and it, it means a lot to me, and I actually love ending any show that I do, whether it's acoustic or full band, with that song because of the message, because it's so important to me, because I feel like with everything that happened you know, in the last year, when the whole Black Lives Matter movement started, I think that using music to portray that message in a different way will make people listen and understand the perspective and what we're trying to get across in that movement because I'm not really a condoner of like riotings and protests and all that but I think because I'm a musician I I love using that to spread my message and use my voice in that way so I think when people have heard that song they kind of did take a step back and be like that's what everyone's trying to say. So it, it's been, it has a really positive um, response. And let's be honest, it showcases your voice beautifully. Oh, thank you so much. Beautifully. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. You. And so then also, uh, on, a, on a, I would say on a related note, your latest single is called Stand, mm-hmm. and that was released on January 16th, MLK Junior yep. Day. Yes, and that was very purposeful um, because with the events that are happening today and that have just been happening this year, I wanted everybody to have sort of an anthemic song to, of unity and standing together because no matter what, we do have to stand for what we believe in and we do have to continue to fight and love each other. So I, I think that that response was really positive. And the music video, if anybody wants to check it out, it's on YouTube. It showcases five kids going throughout their day accomplishing their dreams. And because I do think the kids are the future and I wanted to portray something positive for people. And that's what a lot of my music is, is about justice and positivity, just spreading good messages. And for those of you who are just being introduced to Melinda for the first time, uh, it should be no surprise that her voice is her instrument because you are actually classically trained 
in actually in, in both vocal performance and musical theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to college at Azusa Pacific University and I got my degree in vocal performance and a minor in musical theater. So I was trained in opera. It's a very difficult program because <laughs> I had no intentions of ever doing opera music, but I wanted to have good training so that I could sing pop music for the rest of my life. And it was really a very valuable thing that I did and I'm really proud of that decision that I made. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting choice because here you just said, I was trained in opera, but I had no intentions of actually doing that. Right. And so you realize, look, this is not going to be fun, it's not going to be easy, but the benefit will pay off. Absolutely. So it's, it's an investment in your career, Absolutely. so to speak. Absolutely. That's, and that's, you know, not a very common practice. Usually someone's going to look at something and say, I want it to be easy, or I want it to relate to where I'm going to go right. with my career. Right. And you had the vision to see yeah. that I know where I want to go, and probably the best way to help me get there will be by doing this. Exactly. And what exactly. school was that at? It was Azusa Pacific University, which is in, right outside of Pasadena. It's a private Christian college, and I was training the opera program there, and it really changed my life, and I owe my vocal teacher a lot. <laughs> now, something tells me that you are proud of being from North Hollywood, California, because <laughs> everything I'm seeing about Melinda Hill says North Hollywood, California, not just Hollywood. And, and you know, obviously, for those of you who listen to the show each week, thank you, first of all, 124 countries around the world. It blows my great. mind. Uh, but those of you who listen, because you are up and coming yourselves, you know, you hear about cities like, obviously, L.A., Nashville, New York, uh, and obviously, you know, when you talk about a place like Las Vegas, or you talk about a place like Hollywood, people's eyes get really big, like flying saucers, but you're saying North I'm Hollywood. I'm specifying that, yeah, the Valley's the best place, so I love it. But you received the ASCAP Plus Award for Independent Artists, the City of Chicago's Independent Artist Grant, there's a whole list of awards that <laughs> Melissa has earned here, the Top Singer-Songwriter Award, and the first annual Independent Artist Network Music Arts Award, but I'm, I'm focusing on the city of Chicago mm -hmm. one. Um, here we are talking about North Hollywood, yeah, and you're so winning uh, a grant, you're being yeah. given a grant from the city of Chicago. I was in Chicago for a few years. My husband went to law school at University of Chicago there, so I was there for three years, and I it really changed my life because I went there with nobody and no one there, um, so I, I had no connections. I didn't know anything about the music scene, anything about the acting scene, and I kind of rebuilt my brand and my music there, and I a lot to it, so it, it, I, I talk about Chicago a lot in a lot of my shows because it meant a lot to me and it helped me grow as an artist, so when I was there I did apply for that and I, I won it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, listeners, those of you who have been listening regularly, I don't care, I'll say it again, thank you, uh, but you know that um, we've had a few guests on where we've talked about the Hollywood Music and Media Awards, one that comes to mind is Victoria Tolka, who is actually based in Victoria. Sweden, um, but uh, you won Best Female Vocalist at the Hollywood Music and Media Awards, when was that? That was this... No, past November. 2016. Yeah, 2016, yeah. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. It's a small world after all, as they yeah. say, an hour to the east of me in Disney when I'm back home in Tampa. Um, but but cool that you know Victoria. Yeah, she's because a gorgeous Again, voice. that's, oh you know, that's that community within uh, the music world where you can be on different continents. But and, and you said it with a smile on your face. Oh, I love Victoria. Yeah, you know, so I, yeah. And we've talked so many times about that there needs to be more collaboration oh, instead yes. of competition. Absolutely. That's spirit in the industry. You're, you're, you're agreeing with that. You're Absolutely. seeing that too. Well, because I feel like if one person succeeds, we all succeed if we're working together. And I've never been one of the, those people that tries to compete. I always want to help people. I always give people you know, tricks of the trade or things that work for me because I 
want to see my friends succeed. I want to see my peers succeed. And I, I do wish there were more people that had that attitude. And it might take me longer to succeed the where, where I want to by having that attitude, but I sleep better at night. <laughs> and I will also tell the listeners there is a, a different side of Melinda. We're doing nothing but talking all about her singing. And by the way, I know you're going to want to look for more information about her listeners, so do make sure that you check her out online at www.melindahale.com. And it's not the traditional spelling of Melinda, so be sure to look at the title of this episode on your listening device so you can get the proper spelling of her name to go to melindahale.com. And then from there, all kinds of social media where you can check her out. Melinda's on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, and I'll admit it, one I've never even heard of, Flipagram. Flipagram is great. It's an upcoming app, and I have a huge following on that. But what you do is you can put different pictures and videos together, and you can use your own music as the soundtrack of those. So it's a really great tool for independent artists to promote their music. Very nice, yeah. very nice. And the side of Melinda that I was starting to refer to that you might not know about her because we are spending so much time talking about her singing. We did talk about you being classically trained in musical theater, uh, but for instance, the fourth meeting, you won Best Actress in Film, here we go again, at the City of Chicago's <laughs> yeah. African American Arts Alliance Black Excellence mm-hmm. Awards, and I believe that uh, you're a SAG member as well. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it's no surprise that you've gotten a lot of work. Um, you've done national commercials, mm-hmm. uh, PetSmart, go ahead and talk about some of the, yeah, some so of the national work you've yeah, done. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun to do some acting since I moved back to uh, Los Angeles, but um, yeah, I've done PetSmart, I did a Heineken commercial that came out last year and it's got renewed for this year as well. Um, I did an American Express commercial, um, i trying to think, I did a couple of films, I just did a Lifetime movie that was a bucket list for me, because everybody loves Lifetime movies, I don't <laughs> care who you are. <laughs> everybody watches them. So I did a Lifetime movie this past summer, and yeah, it's, it, acting's been going really well too. Now to me, I would think that the ideal would be being in a commercial and getting to sing in it, because I would I would assume that obviously you want to be known as a singer first and an actor yes. second, and yes. all these commercials that you're talking mm-hmm. about, are you just acting in them? Or I'm are you just singing? acting in the commercials, but with the films that I've done, I've offered music to a lot of them, and we've worked out um, a lot of contracts for that, so that's worked out with some of the short films and the films that I did. Didn't work out for the Lifetime movie. <laughs> <laughs> And listeners, on episode 155 of Now Hear This Entertainment, my guest was Haley Loren, and I said, let's get this out of the way early. This is awkward. A host interviewing a host, because she's a jazz artist, but she's hosting an, an online show. Uh, and so similarly, you, for two seasons, co-hosted the Vampire Diaries after show on the stream.tv, and you also served as the main host for the Walking Dead after show. Yeah, I know. I, I stay busy. I, I had no intentions of doing hosting either, but um, I watch TV, and I enjoy it and I like having good conversations so it seemed like a good fit when they were looking for people for these after shows and I went in and I did my little spiel and I read the copy that they wanted and they ended up picking me to be the host so I did that for two seasons and it ended up becoming more time consuming because I did want to focus on my music but it was a really great experience and it honestly helped me with um, even like interviews like this being able to communicate with people and it was really I loved it I had a great time now how did you find out about that in the first place because you said I went in I read you mm-hmm. know and did my spiel but how did it even come onto your radar? So there's casting breakdowns. I use this website called Actor Access, and you can submit to different things. And I saw they were looking for hosts for these after shows, for these for the television shows, and I happened to watch both of them, so I figured, why not? But that was, for all intents and purposes, your initial foray into that type of work, because my question is going to be, since you're nodding yes, were you nervous, or is it, I'm just acting? To me, it was just having a conversation about television that I enjoy, so I didn't really think of it as, oh, now I'm a host, now I'm doing this. It didn't scare me in any way. We just, it was a panel talking about the show. So, 
how much of this is one trying to feed the other? Well, if I'm an actress, maybe it'll get more exposure for my singing, and as I sing, maybe people will find out that I also act and mm -hmm. I can stay busy doing both. Right. I do kind of try to find a way to make everything connect. Everything for me, though, does always go back to music. So even if I do take on, you know, I've done some modeling, I've done acting, I've done hosting, everything I will find a way to lead back to my music. If I'm acting in something, I'll figure out if there's a way for me to get a song in there. If I'm modeling for something, I'll just tell people, oh, I'm a singer, make sure that you check out my music, things like that. But music is always number one for me. I'm just finding several different paths to get to like it. major like success. It. It's, it's smart business. Thank and, you. you know, at the end of the day, it's fun, and you know we're doing all this stuff. There's lots of pomp and circumstance here around the NAMM <laughs> show, but it's a business, yeah, so absolutely. you do have to find ways. And, and uh, I, I like that you have obviously established that that's my number one priority. Mm -hmm. This other stuff is great, and I'm not turning away any of that work. Mm -hmm. However, i got to find a way for right. feedback to right. singing. Um, if all that's not enough, <laughs> wow. You make me sound exhausting. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I don't know if I have enough breath in my lungs for this this long resume, but you currently serve as the voice of Mind. It's an innovative meditation company that promotes love, gratitude, and visualization. Yes, so voiceovers is another thing that I dabbled into. But that actually happened because two of my best friends in Chicago, when I met, um, they started this company. And they were like, you really have a soothing voice. Have you ever done voiceover? And I was like, no. But they were like, well, you just be the voice of our new app. And I was like, okay. And I already had a home studio from recording, so I ended up doing these voiceover for them, the voiceovers for them. So you can, you know, find me if you download the Mogamine app and like take a deep breath in. Now think of gratitude, and I'm just guiding you through these meditations. Yeah. <laughs> and listeners, that is Moga Mind. It's M-O-G-A-M-I-N-D. So the Moga Mind app. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I assume that that's on the Play Store, yep. etc. Yeah. Wow. So this is going to sound like I'm half kidding, which means that I'm half serious. But so, is there anything else out there that you're wanting to get into that you've been thinking about or starting to pursue? It's a very well. I do. My husband and I did open up a music agency together in the last year and a half we did. And it's called JMV Entertainment. John and Melinda Volk is my married name. And um, what we do is we book bands and artists for like corporate and wedding events. So I don't participate really singing in them, but I wanted to, I love creating opportunities for people. So that's kind of why the, that was the mission behind opening this company. I wanted to create opportunities for other musicians to be able to make income in LA because it is really a tough city and I'm glad that I'm able to do that for people. Uh, we talked at the beginning about your latest single called Stand. So where does that put you in terms of new music? Mm -hmm. Can the listeners expect a new EP at some point, a new CD? Mm -hmm. Where are you in all that? It, so I am working on a new EP. I'm only going to release a, a five song EP this year. I released a full album at the end of 2015. So I took a little break, toured with that last year and promoted that and I'm working on just a few new songs. So Stand is one of the first songs that will be on the EP. It will come out this summer. It will come out this summer, mm -hmm. okay, because I was going to ask you for details. Do we know what the EP will be called? Do we know how many songs Not it will yet, be? but it will be five songs, yeah. Okay, and uh, you're recording this in L.A., presumably? Yes. Mm -hmm. I am, yeah. Uh, and who are you recording with? Is this someone that you've worked with before? Those types of details. Yeah, absolutely. His name is Kevin Porter, and uh, the company that he owns and runs as a producer and mixer engineer is called Flash Grove Music. And so I guess my question then, again, thinking about those up-and-comers, you know, you hear we were saying before, oh, Hollywood, or now in this case, I'm, oh, she's recording it in L.A., but there's so many recording studios out there. Uh, 
at least for Melinda Hale, you know, how do you know that it's the right fit? How do you know that this is who I want to record with? Because there are so many choices, and because you can get all kinds of Tascam gear, for example, and just do it all at home. So Absolutely. how did you make this choice of, of where and who to record with? Well, Kevin, I've known personally for many years. So he knows who I am as an artist and what I want to do and what I want to accomplish and the message that I'm always trying to portray in my music. So that's always important to finding the right producer that knows how to enhance your songwriting. I write all my songs on piano, and I just feel like sometimes I'm limited in how I hear the song in my head, and he ends up bringing it to life in a way that I never imagined, but it's everything that I wanted. So I think building a personal relationship with someone is very important, making sure that they understand you and want to help you portray your message that you're trying to do as a singer-songwriter and not just you know make a quick buck getting paid to create your music. Um, as far as studios, um, I've done everything from big, huge recording studios to home studios, and it ends up sounding really the same pretty much if you the person knows what they're doing. So I don't really have too much of an opinion on that. I'm happy to sing anywhere, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're singing a lot. Yes. And, and congratulations <laughs> on all you. that you're doing and, and continu continued best wishes. It's it's obviously a, a continued incline in, in terms of the career track for yes. Melinda Hale. So uh, thank you for <laughs> thank being you. here and uh, really, really enjoyed your performance. Thank Thanks you. for making the time to, to be here at the Tascam booth at absolutely. the NAMM show and to be on Now Here This Entertainment. Yes, yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Listeners, that will do it for another episode of Now Here This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to Melinda Hale. Do visit her online. It's www.melindahale.com. Remember the proper spelling of her first name. You can just look at the title of this episode on your listening device and then go to melindahale.com and click on the social media icons so you can find Melinda on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, and the one that she just introduced us all to, Flipagram. And of course, Now Here This Entertainment is on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram as well. And of course, click on the icons there to listen to this show either on NHTE.net or via iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, or SoundCloud. Be sure that you're also checking out Bruce's bonusbook.com. And my thanks to both Jessica Jolia and Melinda Hale, and of course to Tascam. We are here at the NAM Show in California in Anaheim Convention Center. And this is Now Hear This Entertainment. We'll see you next week. I'm Bruce Wozniak. Thank you for listening. You see us black as a night, but we're invisible. You need us to shine your light so you feel beautiful, beautiful. Bloodshed stains on the sidewalk, they're not the right color. Why does my complexion revoke a connection? It's not enough to be a human too. So we run, we 
run just to find the answers We run just to find another one We run, we run just to be alive and matter but I still don't know what we're running for And my tears don't benefit you In any way, in any way No, you'd rather Hide from it and not hear what I say, hear what I say. But our children are dying on the sidewalk. They're not the right color for you. You see my complexion. And you're scared of connection I guess I'm not a human to you So we run We run just to find the answers We run just to find another Thank you so much.